Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. One thing I always loved as far as reading or even in movies, I enjoyed short stories. And so by that, it's only natural that I would love an anthology movie or anthology TV show, which I actually enjoy both. One of my favorite TV shows of all time is The Twilight Zone. So I always get a little excited when a new anthology movie comes out. If they're done really well, we get something like Creepshow. If they're done okay, then we get something like Twilight Zone the movie. If they're done poorly, then we get Creepshow 3. And also take note that I did say Twilight Zone the movie was okay. It's actually one of my favorite movies ever. And I think it's actually a very good anthology. But I do know that it's history and a lot of issues that people have as far as some of the updating or lack of update to certain stories in Twilight Zone the movie. But it's one of my favorites and I do have an episode on that. But I just wanted to explain a little bit of my love for the short form story as opposed to the long form story. And that's what leads us into this week's episode. And that is a movie that actually just released yesterday June 18th, 2020, on Shudder. As you guys know, I am a big fan of Shudder. And this is Scare Package. And with the tagline of seven directors, seven tales of terror, zero working cell phones, it's very apparent that they have some somewhat lofty aspirations as far as delivering something big but they're trying to do it with a low budget. And I think that's one of the biggest constraints of this anthology here is that the budget is simply not there. And while no budget can work sometimes, when you shoot too high, that can definitely affect the quality of the movie. If you go for something smaller scale and do not have the budget for it, then I think it works out better in the long run. But before I get too far into that, I think I should go ahead and simply just say what the movie is about. And I'm actually going to be getting this from Internet Movie Database because it's awfully tough to really narrow it down to what the movie is actually about, considering it is an anthology film. Not only that, it's all over the map, and uh, times doesn't make much sense. But Chad, the owner of Rad Chad's Horror Emporium recounts a series of bone-chilling, blood-splattered tales to illustrate the rules of the horror genre to his newest employee. And that's actually where the real meat of the whole thing is. This has some, I guess, scream type of qualities where it wants to be humorous and a wink and nod and poke and make fun of the horror genre while also being a loving tribute to it. And sadly, it doesn't reach any of that. It doesn't work really as a spoof. And I don't think it really works as a tribute to the horror films of the past. We have these seven stories. I'm not going to go into all of them as far as what they're actually about. But we have the seven, and they're titled Cold Open, Rad Chad's Horror Emporium, One Time in the Woods, Mister, Girl's Night Out of Body, 
The Night He Came Back Again, Part 4, The Final Kill. So Much to Do, Horror Hypothesis. Out of all of those, I think uh, the only one that I really had some fun with was some of the things in the Rad Chads Horror Emporium, and also the story One Time in the Woods. And I'm going to say Horror Hypothesis was actually pretty good too. Had a cameo that I wasn't expecting, and it seems like this episode is releasing tonight. Well, today, Friday, and well, Joe Bob Briggs is hosting his last drive-in on Shutter tonight, and I believe this is going to be one of the movies featured on it. And so I actually think the Joe Bob Briggs cameo in Horror Hypothesis is actually a lot of fun. And that's what I want to get at here with this whole thing. All of these stories, it feels like they're all half-baked, and I find that happens with a lot of horror anthologies. They're focusing on being funny and not really fleshing out a story. They're like, all right, well, we got this, you know, 10-minute slot. We need to make a movie quick. Well, that's fine, but your movie needs to make sense or it needs to actually tell something that's compelling. And a lot of the stuff here doesn't really work, in my opinion. As a matter of fact, I would love to actually just cut most of the anthology stuff out and just have Rad Chad's Horror Emporium go right into Horror Hypothesis and make a movie like that from there. I think that would actually be a more entertaining movie. Uh, This movie is 107 minutes long, and at 107 minutes long, it feels too long. Maybe because of the amount of stories that's presented here, maybe that actually affects it where it feels like it's dragging. I don't know, but I do know that the movie felt like it had a definite drag to it, and while I enjoyed some of it, I didn't really have a good time with it. I think maybe if you would see it in some sort of low-budget theater-like room, maybe it would make a better viewing experience and would actually be more fun. I mean, I really did have fun with the one story, One Time in the Woods, and that was only because it was ridiculous and bizarre. You had a guy that slowly devolved into some kind of mush. He bit a girl, and then she dissolved into mush, too. And then you had a killer in there as well. And, well, the killer actually threw a rock at a guy and his head exploded. It was absolute chaos and ridiculous. The special effects were pretty poor in this spot, but overall it wasn't too bad either. It was actually kind of fun. One thing I was actually surprised about is the fact that the movie had no actual star power to it. Outside of actor Noah Segan, who you may know from the movie Starry Eyes, Looper, I believe he was in Knives Out, seems to work with Ryan Johnson quite a bit. Uh, He was also in Cabin Fever 2 as well. Uh, I was surprised to see him here, but it seems like he takes a lot of roles. Uh, Hey, as he should. He's an actor and needs to make money. I get it. But outside of him and Joe Bob Briggs, you really didn't have a whole lot of anybody At least the other Shudder anthology that was released, uh, I don't know if it was released last year or this year. I did buy the Blu-ray and I was not a huge fan of it either. It was called Nightmare Cinema. At least that one had a little bit of star power to it because you did have actor Mickey Rourke and 
Maurice Bernard, uh, known as Sonny Corinthos from uh, ABC's General Hospital. So at least he had some people that you've seen before in that one. And I think it might have been a little bit of a bigger budget. However, it doesn't necessarily make it a better movie. I think I actually preferred this over Nightmare Cinema. But, I mean, they're both kind of middling anthologies to me. There were two absolutely awful stories of this anthology. And that was Girls' Night Out of Body. I thought it was ridiculous. It was about cursed candy. These girls stole a candy, piece of candy, that was a jack-o'-lantern style lollipop. And they looked through it and licked it or whatever. And their faces turned into jack-o'-lantern skull things. I don't know. Sam in Trick or Treat looked a lot better in my opinion. But it was just something that it didn't make much sense. I felt like the story lasted all but five minutes. And not only that, it was lacking fun. There was a killer outside too. Again, they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink into this to try to make it seem like, oh yeah, remember when this happened in this or that movie? Yeah, well, we're going to make fun of it here. It gets a little tiring after a while. And then you also had the other story that I thought was pretty terrible, and that was so much to do. That involves a guy that gets killed by a cult and somehow turns into fog. I don't know. He turns into a fog monster of some sort and seems to possess a woman's body. This woman also hates spoilers, so when he possesses her body, he goes to her house in her body, and she's watching whatever TV show is that she hates to get spoilers on. I don't know. They battle it out, and he escapes and leaves, and the episode ends. Seriously, that's, that's what happens. It's not funny. I know it's supposed to be funny, and I noticed that there was a little bit of an odd special thanks there special thanks in in that particular one seemed like it was with none other than john k and i was wondering if this was the same john k that created ren and stimpy and if if it was that was kind of an odd inclusion the only thing i could think of is that maybe he did the animated titles for the fake tv show on tv i don't know it was just kind of bizarre to see that there and, well, considering the recent trouble and history that he's had, I was surprised to see that somebody might have given him work. I am a fan of Brandon Stimpy. However, the what he did, if you want to look it up, it's one of those things where it's tough to separate the art from the artist. But overall, I think if you're going to check this one out, I think you have to go in with some lowered expectations. Maybe if you watch it with the Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in, maybe you might have fun with it with his commentary on it because he might say about his, you know, five to ten minute role in the movie, which he really does liven it up. And I like the fact that he's playing Joe Bob Briggs. It's John Bloom, actor John Bloom, but he's playing his character and he does a good job. And I would actually like to see a Joe Bob Briggs led horror film. I don't know if that would ever happen, but it sure would be a lot of fun. So yeah, it's definitely something that you're going to have to lower your expectations to have some enjoyment. You might even need some beers or alcohol of some sort, and 
It might actually make the viewing experience better, I don't know. Um, maybe watching it with a group of friends that are into some cheesy horror films. That might make it more fun for you as well. All I know is that when I watched it with my viewing, it wasn't what I hoped it to be, and I was actually hyped up for this one. Because for one, it's a new anthology movie. For another, I like some of the stuff that Shudder's been putting out, specifically Creepshow, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, and then also the movie Z. It was actually pretty entertaining. And, well, I think this one might have been a little bit of a misfire for him. It does have some good qualities, and I say probably check it out, but just, just keep those expectations in check. But anyway, I'm going to close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. Also, you can check out some older podcasts of mine at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing, you can also drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. I do take requests, and if there's something you want me to tackle, I will do my best to accommodate it. And, well, if you do have a free moment and you can leave me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice, I would greatly appreciate it. That'll allow me to continue making these for you guys, and then also, it'll allow me to reach new listeners, too. And if you like the sound of my voice and you want to hear some other voices as well, check out our actual main podcast, and that's In Our Honest Opinion, uh, season three is just going to start up probably within the next couple weeks. Will and I already got some things recorded for it. And, well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So with that being said, remember to be kind to one another and good night. <laughs>